If you don't know, now you know, and now you're more than know with yours truly. What's up, everybody? It's Josh Moore, and we are back with another More Than Know podcast. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe to More Than Know. That's what keeps this channel growing and going. And we are moving right along because UFC 272 is this weekend, and I have uh, taken quite of a break from UFC predictions. So all my UFC fans out there, my MMA fans out there, I apologize, but I'm going to get right into this because UFC 272 is this weekend. T-Mobile Arena, I was just there, just witnessed history as I saw Juliana Pena become the goaded. Now, she, you don't you don't beat the goat once and all of a sudden become the goat, but um, she became the 135-pound champion of the world, and uh, it was pretty awesome to see. I also saw Charles Oliveira beat Dustin Poirier. That was awesome to see. It was an absolutely stacked card last time I was at the T-Mobile Arena. And I can't believe that I'm not going back. I said if these two fought, that I was just going to go wherever it was. And it just so happened that it came a lot quicker than I was expecting. And now we're here. March 5th, Saturday. Main event, Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. The co-main, I don't know what the situation with the co-main with Rafael Dos Anjos is. I know that uh, Faziz, his initial opponent, uh, got COVID. I know it says Moicano is on here, but I was just watching the UFC Embedded, and I don't know if that's exactly confirmed yet. Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell is fucking hilarious. I've been watching the UFC Embedded's on him. Kevin Holland and Alex Oliveira, killer fight. Sergey Spivak and Greg Hardy. Not a big Greg Hardy fan, so uh, I'm going with Spivak there. Uh, Kevin Holland versus Alex Oliveira. I-, I like Big Mouth. I'd like to see Big Mouth kind of make a comeback. It's been cool watching him. This could be an actual. This could be a real test for him as well. Alex Oliveira is a tough, durable guy. He's been in the the UFC for quite some time. He's been in some bangers. Uh, Kevin Holland's one of those guys that's going to keep coming forward, keep coming at you. And uh, he's going to keep talking shit the entire time. So it's going to be an exciting fight for sure. I think that that could, could potentially be a, a pretty solid scrap. Alex Oliveira, Oliveira has some solid jiu-jitsu. I know Kevin Holland's been working on his his ground game as well as his wrestling. So it'll be interesting to see that. And I think a lot of people are just thinking that they're going to go out and uh, just wrestle, fuck, wrestle, wrestle, fuck uh, Kevin Holland to the ground, which... I don't know. I think after a certain point in time, he's going to, you know, either figure out that he doesn't like being on the ground and just say, you know what, I'm, I'm just not going to give up these positions. Sometimes defense in wrestling, yeah, there's a lot of technical side of things, but I think defense in wrestling just depends on body awareness is a big part of it. But just a fucking absolute desire that you're not going to get taken out and get put into that position. I know a lot of stingy guys in wrestling that aren't very technical but they just refuse to get taken down and so i've trained with a lot of guys like that and i know a lot of guys in the ufc and bellator that are fighting at the highest level they don't have a lot of wrestling background and uh, they don't get taken down a whole lot or when they get taken down they just get the fuck up um edson barbosa and bryce mitchell this is a huge huge fight for bryce mitchell i'd imagine he's the underdog they don't have the odds here on the main uh, website for the ufc uh, I, I'm a Bryce Mitchell fan. He's fucking hilarious. The UFC Embedded's. He goes from Arkansas boy to farmer to fisherman to 
spiritual practitioner. He's got a clamshell and a fucking owl feather walking around. He's got some red sage because he's bringing the light in the red sage before he bl- the bloodshed comes on Saturday night. He's a rapper. I mean, it, it is hilarious. So Bryce Mitchell doesn't even try to be funny, doesn't even try to have go in a character. He just is one. So I'd like to see Bryce Mitchell win. Edson Barbosa is an explosive striker. I mean, absolute fucking freak, man. And he's been in the game for such a long time. And, um, you know, I can see that being a very interesting matchup. If it stays on the feet, Barbosa's definitely going to tee off on Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell, obviously a ground game guy. He's going to want to get the fight to the ground. Uh, I don't, I know Barbosa's no slouch either on, on his ground game and his, and his jiu-jitsu. So that's going to be an interesting matchup for, for Mitchell to see if he can really withstand one of these top-level guys. I think this is a really big test for Bryce uh, heading into, you know, breaking some of the higher echelons of fighters in the featherweight division. And so it's going to be interesting. Barboza is an absolute veteran. I don't believe that he's a gatekeeper. He's just has ran into some studs, man. So it's a fight game. Man. You know, there's so many guys out there on any given day. It can be anybody's any day, any given day. It can be anybody's day. And uh, Barboza has definitely fought some tough, tough guys in the UFC. Man, and Mitchell's 14, 14 and one. So it'd be interesting to see uh, how, how how he really shows up to the big show and really he can really rise to the occasion. Uh, the Dos Anjos Moicano fight. I don't know if that's, like I said, if that's a, an absolute certainty or not. I know Dos Anjos, even in the embedded from yesterday, was still saying that uh, it's he's down at, at 155 and doesn't want to waste his camp there at 155, and I don't blame him. So I'm not going to speak too much about that fight because I'm not quite sure um, if that fight is going to happen or not. I haven't... Uh, I haven't confirmed that through resources, but we'll move on to our main event. So our main event is Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. Quick backstory, I was getting recruited by Oregon State uh, in high school, and so one of my uh, former high school teammates, I actually didn't go to high school with him, but he went to him in the same high school. He went to Oregon State and wrestled for Oregon State for five years, and he was one of Covington's training partners and teammates. And I actually went out to Oregon State and trained with the Oregon State wrestling college wrestling team when I was in high school. And Colby Covington was in the same room all summer long. So it was cool to see. He's an absolute fireball. He trains like a fucking maniac. And makes uh, there's there's no there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that this this guy is the high at the highest level. And I think he gets doubted by his little uh, antics that he puts on and the cringe. You know, they say that. That uh, Henry Cejudo is the king of cringe. Uh, Colby Covington's definitely got to be up there. But uh, I definitely will say that Colby Covington definitely walks the walk and talks the talk, and, and he lives the life, and he's an absolute goer, and, and and everything that goes along with being at the highest level of athletics. You know, obviously he's had some really tough fights with Kamaru Usman. I think Usman's just on a whole nother level right now. And I, I think if Usman's not in the picture, Colby Covington is your reigning champion for the last few years. I really think that Covington's at that level. I think people really write off Covington because of the goofy suit and everything that goes along with it. Uh, but just knowing Covington from the short time that I trained uh, in the same room with him at Oregon State and just seeing his rise in the UFC and uh, being a, a wrestler, he's a two-time All-American, you know, being a wrestler and really enjoying his style. I just like that pressure style, in-your-face pressure style. He's probably not going to go out there and knock you out. So a lot of people are going to say, oh, it's boring. He's a crotch sniffer, this and that. But ultimately, man, Colby Covington is going to be in your face. He's going to be on you, and he's, he's going to be absolutely relentless the entire time, which makes it for an exciting fight. Uh, Jorge Masvidal, obviously, you know, the big story is is they're, they're buddies, they're friends, and, you know, two, two friends become foes. And, um, you know, that's a... 
a crazy sell on the card. You know, are, are they are they actually foes or are they behind closed doors just laughing at us because they're about to fucking absolutely cash out with this fight? I think that it's pretty pretty real. Uh, I've followed up on a lot of the embeddeds as well as the interviews and whatnot. And I, I found some of the guys here and there slipping. The situation seems kind of interesting. I think that that might be a conspiracy of the, the MMA world as if they're all involved in it all. Uh, but I really don't think, the, think so. I don't think it's all for show. Uh, but uh, if it was, I would fucking laugh my ass off. And uh, both of these guys uh, are going out for blood. So Jorge Masvidal obviously has had a major, massive career change. He's been in the fight game for a really long time since the start of, of the Kimbo Slice era, doing the street fights. And then he, he's he been in, in fighting for fucking 15 years, man. You know, he's got 15 losses with 35 wins here, it says. You know, I'm sure the street, the street uh, wins and losses probably doubles that, actually. So Jorge Masvidal... I believe that he's a journeyman. I do like him for this fight. Particularly, I'd like to see Covington win. It's going to be interesting how this fight plays out. If Masvidal can get in and catch Kobe, then he definitely has the knockout power to do so. He's shown in his past to go in and, and catch Kobe. Now, he's not going to go hunt Kobe down for five rounds. I just don't see that happening. Kobe will outpace him, outclass him, and that and out-wrestle fuck him if he has to. Um, Kobe's looking really good in the embeddeds, looking smooth, looking fast, looking crisp. Um, it's really hard to say how a guy's doing, obviously, by just looking so, just some bare minimum footage. But ultimately, I think Masvidal has definitely a fighter's chance in this fight. But if I was to pick and put my money on anybody, it would be on Kobe Covington. So... Um, it's going to be a massive mega non-title belt fight, maybe one of the biggest ever in, in all of the UFC. I don't know if I could really recall a bigger one. You know, obviously Masvidal versus Nate Diaz was really big, uh, and there's some other b- big ones that Masvidal has been involved in, but none, no fight uh, has really had this uh, just energy behind it with, you know, friends becoming foes, and now they're meeting into the octagon. So it's going to be interesting, UFC 272 this Saturday. Uh, I'm definitely going to be watching and tuning in. Um, so be sure to put your bets on some people. And I'm not giving out any financial advice on this channel. Uh, but if you were to put your money on some people, I would have to say, yeah, maybe Covington, uh, you know, Mitch, Mitchell if he's the underdog, Kevin Holland, and uh, Sergey Spivak. So uh, that's just on the main card. Do what you will with that information. But what I would love for you to do is like, comment, share, subscribe, and share this with your friends. And if you have any input about UFC 272 or would like me to share any other content based off of fighting or MMA, please comment below. Gives me some fuel for future podcasts. You all have a beautiful day, and we will see you next time on More in the Note podcast.